Welcome, and thank you for joining a special episode of Something New. Uh, this is a mini-sode, technically, one of, I'm hoping, will be three mini-sodes leading up to the premiere recording of Standalone, my song cycle, which I'm really, really excited about. Uh, we are doing this here in my apartment in Inwood, and um, what you're hearing are just city sounds and probably... And that's my dog squeaking on its squeaker toy... Let me try to get that away from him. Strider, come here! <laughs> Alright, well, you're just gonna hear all of it. Um, I am sitting here at the ungodly hour of 8 in the morning on Saturday because Strider likes early morning walks, and who are we to deny a dog of the things that he wants? But it means I get an earlier start to my day, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, so I'm sitting here. And now I'm talking to you guys, and I got my coffee in my um, something new mug, because um, cause podcasts are a visual medium, and it's good that I can plug my show on my show with this mug that you can see. Strider. Come here. Come here. I'm going to take all your toys away from you. So I'm doing these three minisodes as a fun little countdown to get everybody as hyped up about the premiere of Standalone as I am, because uh, I've assembled an amazing cast, and Billy Bustamante is directing, and we're doing it in a fancy studio, and all that good stuff, so, um, and this is also going to help me talk about the piece, and it's kind of an exercise for me as well, in um, elevator pitch kind of stuff, <laughs> even though I'm already rambling, and bantering. Uh, follow my Tumblr, Confessions of a Banter Writer. That's a real thing. Um, so anyway, I told you, so Standalone is a song cycle, and um, I did you the courtesy of looking up on Wikipedia what a song cycle is. And a song cycle, boys and girls, is a group or cycle of songs designed to be performed in a sequence as a single entity. As a rule, all of the songs are by the same composer and often use words from the same poet or lyricist. Voila. Unification can be achieved by a narrative or a persona common to the songs, or even by atmospheric setting. The unity of the cycle is often underlined by musical means, often in the return uh, in the last song of the opening music. Huh. That seems pretty thorough. Um, so I'll tell you my little standalone pitch, because um, I've been using it in uh, award and grant applications recently, so it's pretty tight, I think. Standalone is a musical theater song cycle about the different sides of isolation, solitude, loneliness, and often one masquerading as the other. And Strider found another squeak toy. Hold on. He has a third squeak toy, um, but I don't know where it is, but I think he's going to find it during this little thing. So great. So that's that's what a song cycle is, and that's what standalone is. But it wasn't always that. No. So in this special mini-sode, this is about standalone pre-production. Uh, obviously, the second episode, second mini-sode, will be about uh, the production side of it, and then post-production. Uh, so nice and clean. Uh, but let me take you back a couple of years. The year is 2006, and there's another train. I don't mind. I'm just gonna have some coffee. How, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's wonderful. Do you have any plans for Pride? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> well, I'm recording my show. Um, so I'm going to take you back to 2006, uh, which is the year. Um, I just graduated from grad school at the NYU Graduate Musical Theater Writing Program. Uh, they should come up with a shorter title. And um, in my second year, my, my thesis year, uh, I was primarily working on lyrics uh, for Jane Navarro and I's uh, thesis musical, Awakening. Surely this is some sort of trick, but all my senses are aware I found myself and you. Stafford. She's amazing. Jay's amazing. Um, so my second year was pretty much dedicated to lyrics, and I got, came out of grad school going, oh yeah, I write music too. You never notice how many trains pass by until you need to record an interview with yourself. That's all. That little clacking you're hearing are Strider's um, claws on the uh, hardwood floor. I don't want to call them nails, because that sounds grosser for some reason. Alright, so 2006, graduated, um, and I realized that I didn't really have any recent composer-lyricist stuff, um, per se, after I had graduated. So I was like, alright, well I really need to get back on, uh, back on this train and um, get some of this stuff together. And, um, you know, I went to undergrad for uh, performance, so I uh, approached this need of mine uh, the way that I would have as an actor, which was I looked at it as an audition book, and I looked at what, um, what I might need. I was like, all right, well, let's write a song for a wistful ingenue. I would paint the a bluish purple instead of that bluish gray. I'd buy and frame that vintage art. I said I'd own some. And a song for, uh, um, that's like a, a sweeping, romantic, um, straight dude, Barry Tenor song. That's right, a quirky gay guy song. Hello, you have reached the voicemail of Daniel Radzukowski. I'm either on the train or stuck at work or just away. If you'd like to leave a message, please do so. Hit all of those bullet points. Um, so I wrote a couple of songs uh, that way. And at the same, uh, around the same time, uh, Roy Leitner, uh, my dear friend, uh, who was still at Oklahoma City University at the time, uh, contacted me and said that they were they had this new series called OCU Stripped, where uh, they would take new musicals and put them on their feet uh, with music stands, piano, um, very simple, uh, minimal staging. 
and um, Roy, who's been a big uh, supporter and Fran, uh, fa- and Fran, fan and friend uh, of mine for a while, uh, reached out to me immediately, and I was like, uh, yeah, of course, and that definitely lit a fire, and now I not only had um, myself to be accountable to, I had a university to be accountable to, so... Um, so I went to, back to OCU in 2007 and presented uh, what I called Something New, the songs of Joel B. New. Uh, I'm going to use my last name as long as I can for these types of things. Um, and I called it, so, and, and it had a lot of the songs that are still in standalone today. Uh, for some reason at that time, I wasn't fully prepared to call it a song cycle. Um, I think I was just scared um, or timid to officially say I had this thing. Um, but OCU Stripped presented Something New, the songs of Joel B. New, and it featured Roy Leitner, Shane Fike, Nicole Wolf, and Aaron McCracken, who are all still amazing and talented friends to this day. Uh, and the music director was Brian Hamilton. It was in the Berg uh, Theater at OCU, and it was a lot of fun. The piece continued to evolve and um, I was finally ready to officially call it a song cycle, and it went through many different names. Uh, the first name, other than the something new review title that I had given it, uh, was called Figure It Out. And it was about these, you know, young people in the city trying to, you guessed it, figure it out. And, um, and it was okay. It was a good, it was a, it was a good draft. Um, but I would say that... Um, it had a lot of breakup songs in it, and a lot of, you know, life's pretty crappy, what are you gonna do, kind of stuff. And I don't know what my, my young, uh, my 22, 23-year-old, uh, brain was thinking. Is that how young I was? Gosh, 24, 25, but still. Like, I, I don't know, I was like, dude, are, are you okay? So, um, like, and I'm proud of all those songs, and some, you know, if you... If you want to sing one, if it makes you feel better, just let me know. Um, but I have actually, I've tried to strip some of that away. Um, let's see, let's fast forward. So, so it was called Figure It Out for, for a while. Uh, there was even a title song about that, and uh, we returned to it like a good old song cycle like, oh, should. So we stumble in wonder, we stare into the skies. A parching in our souls, a starving in our eyes. Um, let's see. For a hot second, the the song cycle was called "Stand Clear," which was which is a play on uh, you know "Stand Clear of the Closing Doors, Please" on the subway. And at that time, I was like, "Ooh, that'll be my conceit, that or my concept that the whole thing will take place on a subway car." And um, I thought this was genius. Um, however, along the way came um, an acapella musical called acapella musical called In Transit, and um, there was a musical called Happiness, starring I think Joanna Gleason at the New House. It was the Grey Gardens writers, uh, both of which took place on subway trains. I was like, ah, so not so original. Um, so and also, I really felt like I was shoehorning this piece. Uh, because it didn't make a lot of sense for all of these songs to take place in um, a subway car. Like, some of them literally do, and that's fine. <laughs> um, but the other ones, it was really... I was really forcing it, you guys. And um, 
And there are times when restricting yourself that way is very helpful to the process, and there are times when um, it's not. And I think it just um, takes time to figure out the difference, maybe. And so then finally, uh, I came up with, um, as kind of a joke to myself, I came up with the title Standalone, because essentially these were all standalone songs, and um, which were worming their way toward a common goal and a common theme. And uh, the more I wrote and rewrote and brought new songs in and cut old songs, that eventually I came to the title that it currently has, which is Standalone, which is um, which is a bit of a wink, um, but it also st- uh, speaks to the, uh, the, the theme of isolation that these songs uh, bring to the fore. Um, so then in 2000, fast, fast forward to 2010, another train, I'll probably edit these train passings by, unless you like them. Fast forward to 2010, um, where I felt confident in a new draft and I needed to hear it. And I reached out to my friend Nick Demas of Demas Bazaar Entertainment, uh, who's a producer, among many other splendid things. And I told him I wanted to do this, and he said, great, invite me, let I will moderate, and we'll get some feedback and, you know, see what you learn. So uh, so I did that, and that cast, uh, we, we did that at the Black Box at NYU um, for maybe like 10 people. And God bless them, I was at the piano. And uh, the cast included Matt Wilson, Katie Cortez, Roy Leitner again, and Allison Barry. And that was a very fun uh, experience as well. I learned a lot. Um, I think it had gotten a lot tighter. Uh, new opening number, new other songs. Yeah, learn, learned quite a bit. And then I got distracted and started working on other things. And um, now here we are four years later and standalone is uh, finally going to have a public performance on my podcast. Which leads me to... The train. I gotta go. I'm late. For the record, I'm not close enough to the train where I could literally leave right now and get on that train. It is two blocks away. But it's elevated. Okay, Strider found a rope. Rope bone. Don't think I'm just like laying ropes around my house um, for various reasons. Um, so now I'm presenting standalone on my podcast, and there's a couple of reasons that I'm doing that because um, I'm sure you're all dying to know. Um, the first is, uh, you know, faithful listeners or my newbies, as as I call you, um, will remember that last year I premiered my radio musical or my, my short musical RSVP, and we did it as a radio musical. And that was super fun for me, <laughs> and hopefully for everybody else. Uh, it was definitely well-received. Got a huge amount of downloads. Um, and at the time, I was like, great, I'll just, do, I'll, just, I'll just do something like this every year. And then I was very ambitious and was like, you know what, I'll do two na- next year. Uh, two short musicals, we'll do them as radio musicals, and it'll be amazing. Twice the work. And um, so I found two stories that I really gravitated toward. RSVP was original, and these two were published short stories. And um, as my writer friends will and producer friends will know, um, it takes a while 
to get uh, the rights and to get people on board. Uh, for some reason, I thought short stories, shorter uh, response time. So, But I still wanted to do something special. And, um, you know, you, you know me, I'm very stubborn about these sorts of things. So I was like, let's do, let's do my song cycle. That makes sense to, uh, you know, it doesn't need a lot of visual to, to tell its tale. So why not put it on its feet um, audibly? It's Audible Feet. It's the name of my new company. Um, and it's, uh, I asked Billy Bustamante, who is a podcast alum, to, uh, to help me direct this. And um, he's been super helpful and just a great um, shoulder to lean on. And um, I can't wait to play on Sunday, which is tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Um, we're recording at Yellow Sound Lab. And if you don't know them, definitely check them out. Um, they've been super nice, and the pictures of the studio look really nice. I'm I'm sure it'll be a wonderful experience. Uh, the cast includes pretty much all newcomers. Um, Bill Coyne, who, um, who I know through some friends, and I know through... I just did his Muse Match concert at 54 Below. Um, and my, my friend Hansel Tan, who's also new to all of this. Um, and he's awesome. Uh, Marianne Torres, who I just met a week ago, and she's amazing and lovely. And, uh, and Jenny Neal, who is the only returning person. And I thought, I thought other than, you know, oh, I love Jenny Neal, and I want her to sing everything ever. But she was an RSVP last year, and I was like, oh, wouldn't that be kind of a nice cool thread to have someone from, from last year's musical be part of this? And, um, and Jenny, Jenny is our link. And um, I'm very pleased with that. So you probably heard me at the uh, at the front of the last couple of episodes about uh, donating toward this standalone presentation, because it really has um, kind of taken me aback, not only by the amount of work and rehearsal and, and things like that that, that were necessary um, and, and prep work uh, for the band. If you have the inclination to, I highly uh, encourage you to go to paypal.com and look at my email address, which is joelbnew at gmail.com, and make a tiny donation um, just to help cover costs of this thing. Uh, the whole podcast series is, is completely out of, out of pocket, and it's my pleasure to do, and I will continue to do it until I get bored, um, <laughs> which hopefully won't be for a while, because uh, it's great. But if you want to make a donation, uh, that would be great. And I'm just gonna, I'm just making this up right now. If you make a donation of twenty dollars or more, or fifteen fifteen dollars or more, um, here's your incentive, you guys. Other than feeling good about yourself and and um, helping me like pay for rehearsal space and to pay my performers. Here comes the train. It's like suspense. What's Joel gonna give us? What's Joel gonna give us? The reason we can hear the train so well is because I turned to the AC units off. Trust me, you don't want me to record with those things on. Oh, so you're in. Where where was I? Um, so the incentive if, if you if you if you chip in fifteen dollars or more to help me cover this thing, so I'm not breaking my bank, um, you will receive a downloadable quote-unquote album version of, st- of the standalone recording session. Um, because on the podcast, it's going to be like one continuous, it's like one big fat MP3. Um, but if you um, 
if you if you if you uh, donate sounds sad. If you contribute <laughs> to, uh, to to this thing, uh, you'll get a downloadable al- album version, which uh, will all break it all up into tracks. Um, you know, I'll create some kind of cover art kind of a thing, and um, and I'll thank you. What's better than that? Joel's thanks. Ooh, and really important, you know, I keep complaining about how expensive this thing is, and one company has already swooped in um, to carry about half the load, and I'm so, so grateful. And that company would be Samuel Christensen Law Firm, PLLC. Um, for those of you who don't know, that, um, that that's my day job, and uh, I just have really amazing bosses who support what I do um, inside and outside of, of their office, and I'm very, very grateful um, that they're helping and that they are the official sponsor of the standalone presentation. Um, so I'll be giving them uh, proper shout-outs um, through the three minisodes and at the top of the premiere episode as well. Um, Samuel Christensen Law Firm PLLC enables opportunities for top performers and emerging talents in the fields of fine art, advertising, fashion, entertainment, and more. SC Law devotes all of their energy to assisting international artists in presenting their strengths and unique assets uh, beautifully to the USCIS, which, if you don't know, is the United States um, Citizenship and Immigration Services. Uh, they employ the best legal team in New York, and their ex- which I totally agree, and their extensive experience in the creative fields ensures that their product reflects a savvy understanding of clients' professions and narrows in on the particulars that make them choice candidates for the visas they desire. To book a consultation, um, you can call 212-625-2522 or send an email to info at sclawnyc.com. Uh, spoiler alert, that email actually goes to me <laughs> at my day job. Um, and, and here's another cool, here's a cool exclusive author. Um, author. Here's a cool exclusive offer. Our initial visa consultations are usually $100. Um, but if you mention the podcast when you call in or write in uh, between now and the end of August 2014, um, your consult is free. I'm just going to let that sink in. So, um, if you have any, um, legal needs, especially, uh, my international artist friends out there, um, please forward this along and, um, get yourself seen by, um, by the best, uh, by the best legal team in New York. And that about does it. Oh my gosh, that, I rambled a long time. Um, I'm gonna have to cut this down. The next two will be far more interesting because, uh, they will feature other people in them. Um, we're gonna have little, uh, mini-interviews with, uh, with the performers, with Billy, um, probably get some snippets from the recording session, that kind of a thing. Um, super excited to share all of that with you, um, as, as we create it. And, um, yeah, so that's, that, that about does it. Um, from my apartment in Inwood, thank you for dropping by for something new.